Hi everyone. I thought I would take a little time to talk about pure non-duality. Just pure oneness as being the the presence beyond this world, the source beyond this world, and the oneness that is real and true, the reality of spirit. And when we talk about non-duality, um, we could say first of all that that what seems to be the linear world of past, present, and future is part of a dualistic construct. And the past and the future are concepts that get projected to time and space to make this linear cosmos. And uh, that's the status quo, that's the general belief of human beings, is this belief that there's a past and that there is a future, and that basically the future is a replay of the past, with some seeming variations, but basically a lot of the same thoughts and beliefs and patterns and concepts just repeat over and over and over. And when I say that's the status quo, I mean that's just the accepted norm of what biological life on planet Earth seems to be all about. Now, if we look at something like science and non-duality, you know, again, Newtonian science, Newtonian physics would would be part of that linear construct and part of an empiricism and experimenting on and measuring the world and try to deduce uh, scientific knowledge, scientific ex empirical knowledge from these experiments on time and space. And basically that doesn't have anything to do with non-duality. That is, again, that's all part of dualism. And uh, everything from physics, for every action there's a reaction, and everything that's part of that science, that old-time science I'll call it, uh, is, is dualism. really has nothing at all to do with non-dualism or the presence, or, or discovering the present moment and the gateway to eternity. Quantum physics, on the other hand, you know, is very much... Uh, parallel or in line with these uh, attempts to truly go within, to go into the true nature of consciousness, which if you go deep enough to the whole or to the healing or to the unification or we could say the quantum field from that uh, perspective, then you're going again into non-duality, into the essence of, of everything being connected, which in quantum physics is called entanglement. But this unification is really the point of everything in terms of science, it's the point of everything in terms of religion and spirituality and philosophy. Everything comes back to this unification of what is, that everything is absolutely connected everything is the same in terms of unified consciousness, in terms of 
of also the spirit that is beyond consciousness entirely. So then we can bring in the the book called A Course in Miracles, and basically, A Course in Miracles is a gateway. is a it's a it's a tool for reaching this unified awareness. And I would say it's, as far as tools throughout history, it's kind of still considered the new kid on the block, even though uh, the dictation of A Course in Miracles began in 1965 and the book was published a little over a decade later. And it's still to be considered uh, uh, like the baby on the block. Most people who work with A Course in Miracles, most of its students and also most of its teachers still come from a very deeply ingrained belief in a dualistic world. So the first principle of A Course in Miracles that there are no order of difficulty in miracles and then the corollary from the Course that there is no hierarchy of illusions. Uh, these are very foreign, alien ideas to a mind that is programmed and conditioned to a dualistic world. To the to the fragmented mind, to the sleeping mind or deceived mind, then it seems like there are hierarchies, there are preferences and judgments, there are degrees and degrees of difficulty, there are seemingly levels and dimensions, and all of these things don't really have any reality whatsoever. Again, if I could speak from that place of pure oneness, it is very, very clear that there are no levels, there are no dimensions, there is no duality or multiplicity, there is no hierarchy, there are no preferences, there is nothing to compare, and the state of what is, what is real and what is true, uh, transcends all of these illusions, and there's no meeting point. Uh, between this spiritual oneness reality and this construct that we call linear time and space. So for those who are working with A Course in Miracles, it is radical. Just like for those that, we'll say decades ago, began working with uh, perhaps a teacher like Ramana Maharshi or people who work with more modern-day teachers uh, like Eckhart Tolle and uh, Byron Katie and uh, Rupert Spira and so forth. Uh, these are excellent teachers and the teaching is about giving yourself over to an experience of the present moment, the gateway to eternity, and releasing everything else. Because you can start to see that everything that's part of these dualistic concepts uh, in, of time and space, all of these are blocks to the actual experience of being present and knowing the presence of divine love. So, 
for those who work with A Course in Miracles and it being the new kid on the block, it's baby, baby, baby steps. Uh, people who will occasionally purchase the book or find the book online or even go to a Course in Miracles group or a Course in Miracles meetup. This is the baby, 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 baby steps of beginning to just open up towards resonating towards this this beautiful presence of love and oneness that that is drawing the mind higher and higher into an experience that transcends everything of this world and time and space. And there seems to be many, many, many steps for the mind. It's even though the experience can come in rare cases in a very kind of radical and rapid way. For most, they are given a very slowly evolving curriculum and most people would say that they could relate to the idea of uh, growing up with a particular religion, a particular theology that was part of their family and sometimes growing up in a in some kind of a religious church or community, so on and so forth, and then starting to have awakening experiences in, that really start to transcend the, the baseline, transcend the basic assumptions of the programming and the conditioning. And when you start to do that, then it turns into much more of an adventure because you are not in the norm anymore. You're not in the bell curve. You're not into what's the average believer, uh, whether it's a religion or it's a it's a philosophy. Uh, there are even non-dualistic uh, spiritualities, but there's there are many spiritualities that are very dualistic, and so you have to come to a certain place of readiness. So that light bulb going off, that aha experience, when you kind of get in the tractor beam or you're called into this uh, deep, authentic awakening experience that will transcend everything that you have ever believed in. And as you go deeper into the journey and you have more and more awakening experiences, then it seems like the the beliefs just fall away like scales falling from your eyes. The, the scales of belief just falling away, falling away, another layer, another seeming layer, another seeming layer, and going deeper and deeper and deeper into a, a consistent experience, not a here and there or a hit or miss kind of thing or a, a rare uh, occurrence of an experience, but a much more stabilized, consistent experience. As you unplug from the ego and unplug from the matrix, you start to feel more detached from the world. The world seems more surreal. It seems like you're watching and observing something, but it doesn't feel like you are an actor or a player or a participant in the game. It's more like you're the watcher of the game or the beholder of the game. And then it starts to dawn when you start to really have these deeper authentic experiences 
and start to feel a little more like the dreamer of the dream, like, wow, this is all for my mind. Every single thing that has ever seemed to occur has just been for me to have this awakening experience in the mind and be free. And when this happens, it is very much of a transcendent feeling and very much of of realizing that things are not as they appear to be. You don't feel plugged into the system or the society or the culture. It transcends the interpersonal. You know, it's it transforms your experience of what relationship is from interpersonal to this transcendent uh, connected feeling with with the source that's very 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 different from any transpersonal experience before it's it's like the the personal interpersonal experiences you know were the common memory and they it was what life was supposed to be about all these interpersonal memories and then then you start to have some glimpses of transcending the personal and then and then more of a unification experience that is completely beyond anything that ever seemed to come before it. So it is very, very important to open your mind and to not try to gauge how the spiritual journey is going based on any type of past reference point because there is no past reference point to the transcending experience and it's tempting to look around and try to to formulate what the spiritual journey is or where am i on the spiritual journey and all types of of judgments like that but that's all coming through the filter of believing that you're a human being, that you're, that you're time-bound, that you're a character in time and space. And those beliefs have been so heavily reinforced that, that the mind is still trying to judge or gauge the spiritual journey from that filter. And it just is not possible. What can you follow but this amazing, amazing feeling of, of connection and joy? Feeling connected with everyone and everything. Feeling that experience of the joy and the adventure of this moment. The open-mindedness that comes from being light and radiating light and extending this light everywhere, with everyone, without exception, just basking in the moment and not having any sense of trying to control what appears to be happening, having no sense of trying to have an agenda or trying to direct 
time and space. We're trying to direct a person or persons. It's so freeing to just be able to behold what is available right now without any other shadows of the past, without any preconceptions, anything that is a block or a shadow or a veil. Just really letting go of it all and feeling the vitality of this moment. So this is the, the spiritual journey. It's right here, right now, and it's ever available. And it just takes a willingness to simply not know what is happening or trying to control anything. You, you just have to be aware that that's just not possible. It's not something you need to stop. It's just, just a recognition that that absolutely is not possible. There's a speaker on YouTube named Richard Rohr who has some of the most delightful talks that are really based on the non-dual Christ with a non-dual Jesus. Lifting that Christ presence uh, beyond the theological discussions and, and all types of, uh, you might say, linear trappings to come to see the simple presence as very, very available and very, very direct and not tied into the typical, traditional Christian theologies. To be present, to truly be present, comes with a, a sense of openness and friendliness, a sense of joy and connection. And this can be experienced, as I've said earlier here today, with everyone and everything, without limit, without restriction. The joy of the, the moment, the joy of this radiant light just, just extending is absolutely everything. And that is the experience of spirit. That is very simply what it is all about. So I invite you to join me in this experience. Just Feel it in the core of your being. Feel how precious this is. This is who I am. This is the experience that I have been praying for that I've been asking for, calling forth. This is my prayer for the world. Let the truth be known and allowing love to be as it is.
far beyond concepts, far beyond theological beliefs, the core, the I am. Amen.